Hello? What up? Hey. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Just in my new apartment. Yeah? How's that? Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. I'm in love with it. What's up, Dad? Dad is here. Hello. Hello. This is going a lot smoother. Yep, yes, it is. is. We're veterans we missing now, one guys. more? Yeah, we're missing one. There he What's is. What's up? Okay, let's go. That was so smooth. That took 30 seconds. Well done. <laughs> it was. Hey, don't do it. So, Christian Hill, catch us yes. up on what happened to our uh, first podcast that might be buried in the log somewhere and never see the yes. light of day. Yes. I think it was a good trial run. I think yeah. they're, like all things, you know, you need time to perfect it. <laughs> and um, it was it was good. I listened to it. It was good. I thought we had a lot of good points. Um, the getting on took a little bit longer. It took like five minutes for everyone to get on and ready. Mm-hmm. And um, with, with not without the ability to cut the audio, um, that made it challenging. Um, so we decided not to post that episode, and <laughs> it's a uh, a trial run. So hope everyone's okay with that. That's cool. Is this something that is there something we can listen to? Is there a link that we that you have available? Yeah, I thought I texted it to you, to the group. I didn't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't I remember it. Did, did anyone get it? I don't remember getting it. I remember okay. it. Well, this one should be posted anyway, but I'll work on getting yeah. it to you. So, like, when you post it, how does it work? It gets you a link, and then you put it on iPod, or how does it work? I, so, I think it's all through the app. You post first through the Anchor app. They have its own little podcast network, and then... From there, I think you can post to any sort of podcast site, including Apple, including Android, whatever, wherever people listen to podcasts is what the big podcasters always say. Very cool. Do we have yeah. a name for our show yet? Um, No. Like I was telling Dad, I keep thinking of a play on like the Two and a Half Men show, but like yeah. a dad and three kids or something like that. I don't know. Goldilocks and Three Bears. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just keep like playing around with that in my mind, and I don't really know why. But if anyone has any clever ideas, feel free. Yeah, I'll think on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you'll just spend a lot of time doing that. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Yes, sir. What you watching? What are you watching? Yeah. Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. What you watching this week? Um, just Netflix. I'm just watching The Office. Lately, lately, ta- lately, I've been watching like Brooklyn Nine Nine on Hulu, a lot. All right, Noah. How many times have you watched The Office? Uh, that's not. I don't know. Too many. <laughs> how many Probably. seasons are there? There's nine. Nine. Seasons. Nine seasons. How many times? <laughs> Have you watched each season? I'm gonna start with five. No, way more, dude. Boost those numbers. Yeah, you're low. Yeah, you're uh-huh. way low. Then I yeah. will double it and go to ten. Nah, you're I, low. Th- I still think you're you're like you're I'm not, I would think twenty five would be a good starting point. Yeah, twenty two. Oh would be my god. Yeah, you've watched you've watched every episode at least twenty five times. Yes, probably. I, I yeah <laughs> it, probably yeah. more. I think more honestly. To be quite honest, more. Yeah, it's, a, it's been a lot. And you know that people think that playing video games is, is bad for you. <laughs> Yo, I've learned yeah. from Yeah, we learn. We learn. Everyone has their thing. I get that. Uh, learning from the office. I get that. Caleb, you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. what'd you say the hell you were watching? What'd you say? What the hell did you say you was watching? <laughs> oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Hulu. Okay, I don't even know if I want to spend any time discussing that shit. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's so good. It's, great. it's so good. It's so good. Dad, Dad, listen. Are you ready for this? Okay. So it got it was on Fox, right? And Fox canceled its contract. All right. And then Twitter, like, got a. There's this video on Twitter that got like really famous of this really funny scene from it. And then NBC signed it like hours later. 
Well, for for the first time in a long time, I agree with something that Fox did. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Christian Hill, what you watching? I'm watching um, Bachelor in Paradise. Gosh. Uh, oh my God. So just to give you a little synopsis for those who don't know. What the hell? Hey, give it a, give it a try. You never what know. You might hell? like it too. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, it's after The Bachelorette ends. So the season's over and people from previous casts and from this past previous season get stay on a beach somewhere for like two or three weeks and they all just like basically date each other and try to find love in all the in all the right places (laughs) and (laughs) and it's it's a lot of drama but it's very it's it's good tv let me tell you it's good tv it's good tv Um, so i have i have one question yeah do you watch it with commercials? No, I watched Hulu, your Hulu, which is Good. no commercials. Okay, yeah. I'll give yeah. you a pass. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to be sitting there hinged on your at the edge of your seat. Yeah, through That's commercials, okay. I wasn't yeah. going to give you a pass. <laughs> and I'm watching uh, Orange Is the New Black on Netflix. Uh, I too but, am. Yeah, you have to make it past the first show. The first show. Yeah, is- I can't do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm on. I'm on this the season six or whatever it's on now. So I'm. I'm the already cut up. Of Orange is the New Black. Oh no, I can't. I tried three seasons. I just couldn't. Oh my gosh, Christian, it's so good. The the first show of season six is trash. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets slow, but the ending. If if you get past season, if you get past show one, and Suzanne having all those acid trips or whatever (laughs) they try to do, right? Maybe I can Um, watch the show. Then it gets a little bit better. No, no, I would say no because, like, in the few of the seasons they had some girls with nice racks on there yeah and nice then nice I, I just haven't seen a rack worth even saluting <laughs> that's what i'm saying no. that got so tiring to, for me i was just like why even watch it yeah it's, it's so it's so it's... real and so raw almost to the other the opposite extreme where they show like girls would just i mean that shouldn't be yeah. naked on tv or so, yeah. yeah true yeah you're right it's so natural yeah. it's ridiculous it's like girls of walmart yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yes. It's like girls in prison. It's literally like yeah. that. Oh, it's exactly like that. Yes, it's like girls in prison. That's what. Yes, it's like girls in prison. That's a good girls. way to put it. Astute. Astute. <laughs> <laughs> good thing. <laughs> yes. All right, so I have one more question for the group, and then I'll kind of bring you around to what I want to talk about tonight. But I want to ask you what is the greatest sports movie you've uh, ever seen? Oh, yeah, I don't even like sports movies that much, to be honest. They're oh, come very... on, man. There's some great ones out there. I don't Money like ball. I don't like it that much. Mine's Moneyball. Oh, Moneyball? Is that the one, one with Brad Pitt? Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah, I had to go with Remember the Titans. Oh, dang. I was going to get that one. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, how classic. can you not like Remember the Titans? Man? I do like it. <laughs> if I had to choose that or like a Tarantino movie, it's like Tarantino like all the, like all the way. Okay, so like one podcast when I ask what's your favorite fucking Tarantino movie, then you can have all <laughs> kinds of ideas. But this one's about sports movies, okay? Uh, what is pain? French bread. <laughs> Will you ever quit? No. no. We want some more. We want some more. We want some more. Sports movie. Great movie. Uh, what about? Oh, the the uh, new Pele movie was incredible. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it really? It's on what Netflix. Was that? It was a good thing about Netflix. it. It was so good. Huh. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, like, I didn't hear watch. about it either. That one was worth a watch. I had like realistic be, soccer scenes. Yeah, it might still be on Netflix, so y'all should check it out. Because it's like it's more than a sports movie. It's so good. What it's about Bendel like Beckham with the with the? Uh... <laughs> 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 Is that the Indian girl or Yes. Yeah, the Indian girl. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, or uh, she's the man. Also no. a good one. Okay, that's a good. One. <laughs> no. that's, that's a very hey, that's a the... that's Amanda. That's Amanda Bynes pre doing drugs. So hey, yeah. dude, yeah, I, used to, I I used to love her, and but yes. can you name her best movie ever? She's no. Uh, what a girl wants. <laughs> oh come on, Noah! Saying? What are you watching these days? No, I used to know that movie. I know it's a popular one. Peyton's got you watching too many no, rom coms. No, I haven't even seen <laughs> that one. I just know it's popular. Is that right? Okay. 
Well, you have to know me. So what? What's my favorite one going to be? The one where she shows her boobs. <laughs> well, I don't know of one of those, but if you have that, <laughs> please send me the uh, show and, and I can go straight to that. <laughs> it's going to be hairspray. Oh, oh yes, love. Yeah. Loved yes. her in Hairspray. Loved her character. I thought she was one of the best in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Penny. She plays. She plays Penny. She yep. dates yeah, seaweed. True. Yeah, yeah. Dates seaweed. Yeah. Really cool character. All right. So, Caleb, did you tell me one? Yeah, he said uh, Moneyball. Yeah, sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moneyball. Moneyball. I, you know, I don't even know if I've watched Moneyball. Dude, that's oh my god, it's good. It's it's incredible. Yeah, Dan, have you watched watch The it. Big Short? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one. I yeah, that so one. same director, same director, or like, and and isn't it the Social Network director too? Maybe, probably. They wrote the this. One. It's like the same guy wrote the book for Moneyball and The Big Short. Right. It's yeah. uh, Michael Lewis, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right, so hey, I'm Lewis. gonna I'm gonna go through Rolling Stones. I want to give them the credit, but they made a list of uh, top thirty uh, sports movies. Yeah. Uh-oh. Right. And so I'm going to get us down to like the top 10. Then I want to see how many we can guess of the top 10. So I'll just, number 30 is a, no, no, it's a documentary. But then 10 Cup, I like 10 Cup. Y'all ever watch 10 Cup? No. No. So I've that's never a seen cool, it, but I heard something about it the other day. It's a cool movie about golfing. And I think it's Kevin Costner. And he's a golfer with balls. And those balls <laughs> have caused him to, uh, fall short of his glory and it's a good movie it's worth watching or uh rudy did you ever watch rudy I oh i've never seen rudy i don't think i have either that's pretty good blue chips yeah that was with uh <laughs> that was a great movie man it had Shaq in it and it had like uh so they took like four or five real college kids and then made a movie and it was this blue chip and they were all paid players and this coach i think it's nick nolte or something sold his soul because he started paying players this is a good movie. Dang. Any given Sunday, Al Pacino. Oh you yeah, that movie? yeah. Oh, with yeah. your fingernails for that inch. <laughs> hey, where's the where's hey, the longest ben. yard with Adam Sandler? Hold on, <laughs> fucking bend it like Beckham yeah. did it. Twenty three. Did it really? <laughs> <laughs> there must be not. <laughs> there must not be that many good sports movies. <laughs> the Big Lebowski, they're saying, is a sports movie. Yeah, I guess that's bowling. about bowling. bowling. Hey, yes. dude, The Natural. Y'all ever watch The Natural? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, The Wrestler. That was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, with uh, that had Steve Carell in it. Yeah, it had that guy, uh, Rooney or uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, okay. Yeah. That he was supposed to be, uh, Mickey Rourke. He was, man, he was supposed to be an awesome actor and then his wheels fell off and this was like his comeback. I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of The Fox Catcher is with, uh, with Steve Carell. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what else. What they have Nacho Hoosiers. Oh, they have Hoosiers at number 13. <laughs> Did you ever watch Hoosiers? Uh, is that hockey? Yeah, it's about Indiana oh, basketball. Indi- oh. Interesting, interesting connection, though. Uh, when Nana and I were at Jersey Village, the principal there uh, was a kid on the Hoosiers team. And his oh. dad was the drunk. Um, but he was actually a kid on the Hoosiers team. And when they had an opening night party, we went to the Jersey Village High School Auditorium and watched the movie there with everyone. It was kind of cool. Damn. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah, that is cool. cool. I don't know if I did that. I don't think I did that. I think just to, I don't think I was invited to the party. <laughs> oh, hey, dude. hey, white men can't jump. Yeah. Oh, Y'all great movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. With on. Woody Harrelson. Come on. Yeah. 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 All right, so now, now we're to the top ten. Okay. All right. I got some. Hey, let me. I have some guesses. See. Yeah, right, I've been writing down we, guesses. Let me see if we've mentioned any of them so far, okay? Okay. okay. Um, I have two guesses right now. We have not. What? But okay. This, oh, hey, this one, this one leads to my favorite movies as Glory Road. Did you yeah, ever watch so Glory Road? I, that, that's what I had. Yeah, I had that on my okay, list. Okay, so it, it didn't make it on the list, but that's about a school, University of Texas, El Paso. It's really close to us here in Texas. Yeah. It was, it's a, man, it was a true story. And the cool is this white coach. And he's like, man, screw it. I'm going to get the black boys and we're just going to play. And it really yeah. highlighted a lot of the racism and just how hard it was back then. It's eye-opening. This is like, I think this is in the 70s. It's eye-opening how shitty it was back then. I mean, we're not a great today, but oh my my goodness, it was really bad. Right. 
So we'll start with number 10, Friday Night Lights. Did y'all ever see that? Oh, great movie. Yeah, I got to say that that was a pretty good sports movie because it ended up becoming a a television show, and I think it's still running or something. Maybe. Um, They gave, they said Senna. What? Senna? uh, It's it's S-E-N-N-A. It's about a Formula One circuit in the 80s and 90s before an accident in San Marino Grand Prix. I guess it's a Brazil... Gross. It's a Brazilian Brazilian national hero. All right, when we were kings. Mm. I, I don't know. That's Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Rumble in the Jungle. Oh, that's a documentary. That was oh. pretty good. Slapshot. Have y'all seen Slapshot? No. Nope. No, I don't think I have. So it's a hockey movie it's from the 1970s, but it was it's funny. If you ever see it on HBO, it's worth a watch. Okay. Bull, Bull Durham is number six. Number five is Caddyshack. Number four is Raging Bull from 1980. That was a good movie. <laughs> huh. Ni- 1976, The Bad News Bears. Number two is Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, I had Rocky. I can yeah. see that. And number one is 1994, Hoop Dreams. Uh, <laughs> Hoop Dreams? Yep. Uh, I didn't guess to do those hoes. Nope. All right, yeah, can we, do, can we do honorable mentions? Stuff we think I yeah, want. Yeah, no, no, tell, me what, that. tell me what y'all think. Cool. Nacho Libre. All right. <laughs> Caleb, chill. That's in the same bucket as Adam Sandler's Longest Yard <laughs> with Squatowski. <laughs> um, all right, my my list. I had Sandlot. I don't know if you consider that a sports movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Field of Dreams with Tom Hanks. Word. No, not uh, Tom Hanks, right? Uh, yeah, it's Tom Kevin Hanks. Costner, right? Thanks, Costner. Field of, Field of I Dreams. Think it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, if we build it, they will come. Yeah. What am I thinking of then? The one where he sees the ghosts. That's Field of Dreams. That's Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner, not Tom Hanks. Yeah, not Tom Hanks. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Uh, we Are Marshall, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. 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 I love that movie, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. I love uh, that movie. Coach Carter with uh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Great movie. And the, the Ali movie with uh, who plays him? Will Smith, right? Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Dang. Yeah. That's, that's Under- all, That was my list. I got one. As great as Will Smith is, he's underrated. Yes. Oh, yeah. So sure. underrated. What you got, Noah? Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. yeah? Yeah. That's a tough one. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was going to say Coach Carter, too. Coach Carter's a good movie. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Rush. It's about, like, Formula, yes, Formula yeah, 1 Racers that. 2, F1. That That's, like, a really good movie. Hmm. <laughs> About like so, Nick Lauda and okay, who's the other guy? Nick Lauda and oh, I don't know, some Austrian yeah. guy. Yeah. So you yeah. say Talladega Nights. You say Formula One racers. <laughs> I'm like, how can we leave out Talladega Nights if we're going yeah. to include, <laughs> <we're gonna> include <laughs> racing in there? It's got to be Talladega Nights. Got it. Because I'm <laughs> all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, also, Goal with Santiago. Dude, oh, come on. Yeah. I was just dude, about to say dude. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I so love that one. one. So, we started out. Yeah, I don't even like sports movies. <laughs> but look, <laughs> so great. Right, hey, so. I'm just saying, if I had the choice, uh, uh-uh, you're out. Okay, yeah. so so listen, I'm gonna change your mind. I'm yeah, gonna you change sure? your mind because I'm fixing to show. I'm fixing to talk about the greatest <laughs> sports movie. <laughs> What is happening? That is that is ever created. It's a little background music. It's, uh, it's just, I have I don't know what I have to give credit for this being my podcast and all, but this is John Denver's Annie song. Kristen, do you know why I chose this? Why did you choose that? Okay, because it's a. Uh, I'm trying to download this so you can guys can understand. But I'm gonna keep it playing in the background because I think it's just so awesome. But I'm fixing to talk about a show called. Um, Last Chance You uh, off of Netflix. All right. So who's watched it? I, I think Christian's watched it. Yeah, I've I watched every not. every second of it. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm not one of the sports. Yeah, I have not. Sports okay, show. perfect. So that's kind of why I think it's cool that we're doing this podcast because uh, I'm here to convince you that it is the not only the greatest sports movie ever made when it's not even a movie. It is one of the coolest things I've seen on TV in a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's kind of cool that you two have never, never watched this show before. But Christian, uh, I didn't watch this knowing that Christian had watched it. 
I was like, I started watching it. I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing <laughs> that I've watched. So there's like, yeah. there's life lessons that we can learn from from this show, and it's incredible life lessons. And what what, what I want to do is I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the characters because the characters are what I find most fascinating. Christian, I want you to jump in because this isn't just yeah. a synopsis by uh, by D Hill, but this <laughs> is uh, a, a, I want everyone to I want Christian to kind of help me help back right. me up, but that. That song was what opened up season two and what closed season two, Christian. If you remember, it was about Buddy coming back and him being serene, and he was riding down. He was He was riding down the road, and they were playing that John Denver song, and it was just right. the most peaceful thing, and it was a complete dichotomy of uh of what season was for one. But for Last Chance University, it's a Netflix original. And Christian, if I get any of my facts wrong, please uh please correct. Oh, I will correct me. So I think <laughs> I there's there's been three seasons thus far. Um, I have completed season one and two, which take place at uh, a place called E. Uh, e Triple C. EMCC. No, EMCC. You're right. EMCC, Eastern yep. Michigan, Eastern Mississippi Community College. Yeah. All right. And uh, so there's going to be three seasons. The first two seasons are done at EMCC, and then they choose another place in year three. And if we actually almost discuss this, and I'm going to. I want to talk about just season one and two now because um, leading into this, I want to bestow just what the incredible greatness of Netflix is. Um, they have taken this subject matter and they go to a school. Uh, this is a JUCO, it's a junior college, and it's Last Chance University because all of these guys are on these last chances. Um, yeah. Um, and there's last chances for scholarships and some of the characters are absolutely amazing like some people that have uh, graduated from this EMCC um, like Garrett Blunt mm -hmm. um, Bo Wallace which was Christian did he play at Auburn or Georgia what did he do Bo Wallace you don't know he was uh, a running back right no Chad Kelly Chad was Kelly also, yeah. was also the quarterback. Chad Kelly is Jim Kelly's cousin, I think, or nephew or something. Y'all know who Jim Kelly was? No. Jesus Christ, boys. If it's not soccer, you don't know it. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so Jim Kelly's like to went to five Super Bowls, never won. Uh, and this guy's not his son, uh, Chad Kelly. But Chad <laughs> Kelly, this past year, so he went to EMCC. Uh, from EMCC JUCO, got recognized and went to uh, a D1 oh, school. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, right? Had a great, a good career at Ole Miss. And the NFL this year, they do the, they do the thing in the NFL called the Mr. Insignificant. And it's the last pick of the NFL draft. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Chad Kelly, Denver had that pick of the entire NFL draft. And a lot of times they'll take like, you know, kids that have been injured that never get to go to the NFL, and this is like a cool thing for him. But Chad Kelly was actually a pick, and he went to Denver and uh, tried out. And current, this is happening right right now. Um, who was the quarterback that he replaced? Pax, yeah, Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. John. Yeah. John Elway drafted Paxton Lynch in the first round, gave up, you know, moved up to go get him, and. And this guy, uh, Mr. Insignificant, Chad Kelly, has already replaced uh, replaced uh, Paxton Lynch this year. Wow. So, no way. Yeah. yeah. So pretty cool shout out to him. And so, yeah. I mean, but these guys, they mess up. Like Chad Kelly, I don't know how he messed up. Like he had a D1 scholarship and um, I don't know what happened, but he lost his D1 scholarship. And so then he went to this last chance university, which was EMCC. Um. I don't know what happened to the Garrett Blunt, but uh, it, uh, in season one, there's quite a few characters. Um, Christian, what was your what was your most what was your favorite character in season one? Oh, season one's going back for me. This this or is probably two. it could be season one or season two, and you can pick one of yeah. the coaches or one of the teachers or anything. Right. Um. Gosh, I mean, my honestly, my my favorite season has been season three. So I know we're we're not talking about that, but um, gosh, so I really liked Isaiah Wright. I think it was season two. Okay, have right. you kept up with him at all? Yeah. So yeah, super, like super controversial. Right at right after the 
season two ended, he went to a watch party after it. Uh, he went to a watch party to watch the season. And after that, he was in a car that was allegedly murdered someone. And so he's still in, he's still in, uh, going through trial right now. Well, so, uh, so a current update, uh, he was, they were acquitted. He's no longer uh, in jail. He sent, he sent a year in prison. All right. So we're kind of skipping ahead. Right. Uh, but it's just kind of some of the fascinating. So let me start with, uh, Coach Stevens. Uh, do you remember Coach, Coach Buddy Stevens? Coach Buddy <laughs> Stevens. Funny. Man, this guy. So EMCC, they, you know, it's just, it's a small town in Mississippi. Uh, I don't know. It's like Soto or something. I'm getting my facts all wrong, but it's uh, this really small town. And, you know, so scuba. It's all the, yeah, scuba. So yeah. imagine something. <laughs> imagine a town full of just a country town with this Juco in it. And now you have all of these incredibly interesting characters coming in. So we have a Mr. Buddy Stevens, all right? He looks just like a regular football coach. Um, and he is uh, – one of the things I absolutely love about this show is I never got to be in a locker room. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I, I When I was in high school, I don't know what locker rooms are like. You know, I think that there are a certain way you guys grew up in locker rooms. Y'all kind of know what yeah. locker rooms are like. But for people like me – that never got to see the inside of a locker room. It is really, it's awesome to kind of be a fly on the wall and see what's going on. And Netflix just does an incredible job of taking you through the journey of the season. Um, is just, he is an incredible ball of fire. Man, he will love you today and curse yeah. you tomorrow. And when I mean cursing, dude, there are F-bombs, <laughs> Shit, MFers, GD, everything. Like this coach Buddy Stevens took on this tirade. Took on this tirade with uh, the players. He'll have them all in the huddle. It'll be towards the end of the game, and he'll just be MFing them up one side and MFing them down the other, and telling them how shitty they are and this and that. And then he always says, "Like, bring it in." He goes, "Our father, whose father?" He goes, "Whose father?" And they go, "Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come." So he just does all of this cussing at them, just. Uh, demoralize him as a person and um and uh and then they end it with the godly prayer which was quite weird for season one and i don't know if you noticed it christian but in season two they stopped doing that as much mm-hmm. um because they take they take it on a journey of buddy stevens where he tries to stop cussing <laughs> yeah also, I remember. But, uh, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work very well but that brought me to like a, an interesting form of leadership for Buddy Stevens. I mean, he's he's actually he's uh he's what I call like that that extreme. It's a manager that just holds you accountable. Uh-huh. And um, what did you think of his leadership, Christian? You know, when I was thinking of back on it, I um, I think it's a lot of those guys need it because a lot of those kids come from households that don't have a father figure. Um, at the same time, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because a lot of those kids grow up very vulnerable and not necessarily the most self-confident and they don't really know of a way out or a way up out of their situation. And so it's, it seemed like to me, and I don't know if you thought the same thing, dad, but it seemed like to me that half the kids, uh, take his, um, sort of, sort of bash leadership style, like in your face, cussing you, um, you know, telling you you're a terrible player or whatever as constructive criticism and got and got better and fought harder and ran harder and practiced, uh, you know, more diligently or whatever it may be. And then the other half, it seemed like they had been through so much pain in their life or, you know, something happened that they, they just kind of crumbled. And although some players at the beginning kind of crumbled and then came around, you know, you like you love to see like, that's my favorite part about the season is seeing a kid who the first day cusses the coach, cusses the coach, like cusses back at him and, or walks off the field and says, I'm quitting, you know, and then at the end he becomes one of the great leaders of the team. So, you know, it seemed like it could go either way. You know, they either take it. Yeah. They They take it constructively. Yeah. Or, or they crack or they they crumble. But it really but it really doesn't. It's pretty no, much. It's uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to challenge you to watch this 
a couple of episodes before next week's podcast because I think it's going to be something completely different for you. So I want to tell you that I think this dude is a classic example of what I think coaches mm -hmm. are. And I think it's one of the worst examples of leadership that one can put out there. Uh, like I, I can't, I can't stand the kind of person that he is. I, it, yep. Mm -hmm. It's gross. It's absolutely gross. It is uh it's intimidating. It's bullying. It's that bullying style, like all the MFN yeah. and the, the, it's uh he doesn't care. So he has, you know, he has a style to him where he's kind of like this walk around coach, like see, like he doesn't talk directly to the offensive line. He goes through the offensive coach. So he kind of goes and breaks down the offensive players. He doesn't know their names. Like in, my, in leadership, I think it's really important to know their names, to know mm -hmm. their backgrounds, to know where they came from, to know what pushes them, to know what motivates them. This guy doesn't give a mm -hmm. shit about them. And uh, I don't know if you noticed it, Christian, but like what this show, show tells me or the biggest thing that it screams to me is if you're real in your leadership, people buy into you. But if you have any degree of fakeness there, and there's two kinds of fakeness. I think there's this Buddy Stevens fakeness, and then there's the Coach Wood fakeness that we'll talk to in just a second. Coach Wood's kind of like his assistant coach, and it's, it's kind of weird, you know, with the old uh, A, you know, Alito AHS. Yeah, uh, you know, you had Coach Bud and Coach Wood, and I wondered what the dynamics right. were like there. But you know, this Coach uh, Stevens, he's an absolute accountability. He's a he's a bully. He has zero interest in the well-being of the kids. His only motivation is to yell at you and give you, make you fearful. I don't really know what he does. And I feel like one of the biggest issues that he has, Christian, is like in an accountability management style, there has to be something that the guys, the players are getting in return. And they don't want to be where they're at. The only reason they're there is to maybe get a D1 scholarship somewhere or a D2 scholarship somewhere. He, there no, nobody at, out of, if there's 60 kids there, I'm telling you, it seems like maybe five of them are there for an yeah. education. And we'll go, I'm going to talk about like a life lesson. I don't even know if we're going to get through all of these characters, but, um, but like the educational part of it is an absolute joke that you yep. see in this movie. Um, Noah, the coolest thing about this is I'm, I'm doing it wrong by calling it a movie. Because it's a documentary. Mm -hmm. Season one is six episodes, and it goes through the games as you know week by week leading up. And but what makes it so incredible is although it's real and lifelike, it's almost has it has more action and there's more plot and there's more character development than any movie than any sports movie I've yeah. ever seen. I mean the the realness of it is absolutely entertaining. So you've got Coach Stevens, who I don't think very much of, right? Then you've got Coach Wood. All right, Coach Wood is the offensive coordinator. And um, he is uh, the exact opposite of Coach Buddy Stevens. Coach Buddy Stevens will come off the – you fumble, you come off the field, he MFs you up one side and down the other. Uh, he tells, talks about either your firstborn or what your firstborn is going to be. He makes you feel like the scum of the earth. And then he walks away. And then Coach Wood comes up and like, okay, that's okay, guys. Uh, that happened. We don't think about it. <laughs> next play. And it's about that next play. And when you're going to make that next play, it's going to be something good. It's going to be something positive. And that's all we need to think about. That's all we need to concentrate. All right. Everybody in. All right. Let's be positive. Let's bring it in. Let's go out there and hit somebody. Okay. One, two, three, winner or whatever they do. And it's like you had the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or whatever, you know, one plays good cop, one plays bad cop. But I find that the team doesn't respond any more positively to Coach Wood than they do to Coach Buddy uh -huh. Stevens. What do you think, Christian? Uh, yeah, I think it's an it's an interesting kind of yin and yang with them, and I think you probably need that. You need that release from, you know, you need that you need the opposite of Buddy Stevens in your face to kind of calm you down and say, okay, like that's that, but let's get down to the technical stuff. And he's more of a technical guy. It seemed like he's like, yeah, okay, you fumbled, but like. Now, you know, here's a solution. Here's what we're going to do. You know, they're, we're going to do more zone read or whatever needs to happen, te technically speaking. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't necessarily agree with everything you're saying about Buddy Stevens. I mean, I don't, I don't think that um, he – I think he does have the kid's interest in mind. I really do. And I, although he doesn't show it in a way that, you know, it's kind of a controversial way to show it, um, 
I think he really does think that he's developing developing these guys and in, into the men that they should be, or at least as many as he can. So you, if that's true, then why don't you care about him and and something more than as a football player? Like, why do you why do you not ask about their parents? Why are you not interested in their life? Or like, why do you kick that mom that kid's mom off the field? Why why is I saw I saw nothing on the show that made me thought he gave a damn about anything but winning. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you don't see a lot of the behind-the-scenes recruiting where, you know, a lot of that family stuff comes out. I think a lot of coaches, and this, uh, this isn't for Juco, it's sports everywhere. Once they're done with recruiting, it's football. And, yeah, like I met your mom, I met your dad, I sat down in your living room and told him that I would take care of you. But now it's football time. Like, we, we got through that. You're on the team, like, let's play. And I think the way he kind of portrays it is, he cares about winning and he cares about football, but he translates those lessons into something that they can bring into their lives. So although he's not talking about life lessons directly, he thinks that if he develops a winning attitude and the, you know, the, the strategy behind football, that those can translate over into real life. And I think that's kind of what I see in, in his leadership style. I do think he has the kids, the kids uh, well-being in mind or, or he wouldn't do it. All right. All right. Twins, if you watch it, it's going to be a follow-up. I, I think I want part. to. I want to start watching, I think. I still don't. So is Buddy Steve, does Buddy Stevens give a damn about the kids? That's the one question. All right. I'll think it over. All right. So, I, yeah. Noah, I do have something that might interest you, and it's my next character. All right. All right? And it's probably one of my favorite non-player characters yeah. on the show. All right? And her name is... Miss Brittany yeah. Wagner. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. Christian, this is a this is an audio show. So, would you do our audience yeah. a favor and describe the appearance of one Miss Brittany yes. Wagner? Um, petite, I'd say five five max. Um, brown hair. Um, first season or second season, she had braces, if I remember correctly. Um, they were clear, clear, clear braces, yeah. clear braces. Um, uh, you know, Caucasian freckles, few here and there. Um, just your standard, you know, academic advisor that you would think would be in Scuba, Mississippi. <laughs> okay, well, I thought she was. Did you? Like, I didn't see oh, that. I didn't. I didn't oh, see that at all. Oh my god! Like on a scale of how do you get, how do you get past the braces? Hour, dude. Like, uh, by the <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow, you are you are a boot man. We've we've already discussed that. We've already discovered yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Her whole figure's great too. So many other things to look at. Beautiful hair. Um, the what a, the coolest thing about her though is her spirit. Not to be a completely uh, um, <coughs> misogynist. Um, she has the coolest spirit of a person. Um, that I know. So, just uh, what her role, guys, is she's like mom, academic mom to all of the yeah. players. Like her job is to try to get all of these guys who don't give a shit about <laughs> yeah. school. I mean, they don't give a shit. Like her, her, she's famous for. Do you have a pencil? And do you have a <laughs> because that's she just wants the kids to show up to class with uh, something yeah. to write with. I mean, that's these are some of the requirements that she puts on these guys. But man, she loves mm-hmm. on them. And she loves on these kids like they're their own. And it's super important that they, uh, that they graduate to her. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a respect thing. And I look at the ways that the players respond to her and I look at the way that the players respond to the coach. And I look at the enduring relationships that she's built. And I look at the positivity that she puts out there and she's just absolutely one of my favorite characters. And Christian, one of the most frustrating things to me about buddy Stevens is, they didn't even, they never talked. Like, he didn't show appreciation to her. Man, do you remember how Buddy Steven just completely chopped the nuts off Coach Wood to the fact where he stepped out of, and and he stepped out of the uh, coaching role and took an administrative yeah. position? Yeah, uh, you yeah, remember that? briefly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got, he's just not good, man. He's not a good dude at all. I'm really interested to see what you guys think all about right. Coach Stevens, but... Miss Brittany Wagner. So uh, I can't give I can't give too much out, you know, about her because the the show evolves, man. And I'm hoping that you catch a spirit like I do. You may watch all two seasons between now and uh, 
That's sweet. The, the time we yep. end. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's that good. Um, but that's some of the, that's some of the, uh, um, that's some of the just player personnel. There's also, um, I've, you know, there's more people that I'd love to get into. There's the defensive line coach. Uh, yeah. The, 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 he's the, the black guy. And he's probably one of the coolest examples of leadership, I think, on the show. He's just beginning. Uh, but he's able to get down on their level, and it's not because he's black. I mean, he's got skins on the wall. He went to Miami. He played in the NFL a couple of Dang. seasons. But man, he doesn't. He doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He doesn't cuss. He's just very. Uh, he he understands his audience much like I thought. Yeah. You guys know who your audience is. I don't think Buddy Stevens knows his audience or cares who his audience is. Um, but this guy does. I, I'm forgetting his name. I'm sorry. I, I didn't write it down. <laughs> uh, but I want to get just to some of the characters because I want to pique your guys' interest on some of the characters. So um, there's JF3, uh, who is the quarterback in season one. Do you remember? Yeah, uh, Franklin the third. The yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Um, so he was uh, he was in Auburn, and I don't know what he did. He messed up. Uh, you sure he was at Auburn he transferred, first? He transferred to see. Auburn after. Oh, he's from Florida. He was from yeah. Florida State. Uh, he's played sparingly. I think he got homesick or something, had a bad attitude. He's a backup, so he just quit. Um, but uh, he – so he had a bad attitude the whole season. And uh, he didn't get in much. He got in at game six and because the, the quarterback, Wyatt, which is a really cool dude, uh, got hurt, and so he went in, scored six touchdowns in the first half, and Auburn goes, "Okay, we'll sign you." Uh, so he uh, he was a backup at Auburn at Auburn when she left as a graduate transfer to Florida Atlantic, where he started eleven games at wide receiver under Lane Kiffin, averaging thirteen yards of a catch, and uh, he ran a four point one nine four dash as he prepared for the combine. Um, he wasn't selected in the NFL draft, but he still signed a contract with the Bears and he's trying to make the team. So that's really no, I think he's on I think he's on the Saints now playing was, in the secondary. I think he got traded from the Bears to the Saints and he they're trying to play him at corner. So there's this other dude named Ronald Ollie. He's for season one and people love this guy. He's funny, loving, approachable, uh, but he just doesn't give a shit about anything. He doesn't want to be there. You love to hate him. He absolutely hates Coach mm-hmm. Buddy Stevens. Um, it shows he uh, he ends up going to he has goes to Nickel State. He has a great a uh, great season there. One of my favorite characters. His name is Dakota Allen. Uh, yeah, the him? Texas Tech. Yeah, so he was a linebacker at Texas Tech. He had a good first year, but then he got in trouble. Like got arrested. Ar- with, like a armed robbery, I think, is what they called it. Yeah, oh, armed robbery. Uh, yeah, but this guy is freaking yeah, awesome, man. Like, I, like I want to talk to him. Like, I want to reach out to him and have him on the podcast. Cause like the season's so interesting. Like he finds Jesus with Coach Wood, and Coach Wood has a Bible study at his house. It's kind of awesome. And you know, I don't know if he's still a Christian or if he's still with his faith, but I think that helped make him more of a whole person. Um, and it just shows how well he did. And man, he he was this great kid. And uh, except for the armed robbery, I don't know where <laughs> yeah. that came from. But everything they, sh- everything they show on Netflix, you're like, man, I love this guy. Um, he ended up getting a scholarship back to Tech after the show. He had a great season last year at Texas Tech, and he's a preseason All-American this year yeah. for yeah. Texas Tech. Um, so just an incredible thing to watch. And there's this De- DeAndre Johnson. This was a way interesting character. If you remember back, there was a quarterback from Florida State, and he punched a white girl at the bar. And they had it on video, and they played it at nauseam. And you're like, man, how did this guy? And you, everyone's thinking this kid's a thug, and he's just a bad kid. But they show the background, man. He comes from really good parents. He was a great kid yeah. growing up. His parents said, hey, I taught, we never taught him to hit. We wouldn't even let him play hit. Hitting's not something we do. And this kid goes about it. Everything. He does everything perfectly, man. He gets all of his grades up. He shows complete poise on the field. He does everything right. You're like, man, he should be able to go to any college that he wants to go to. 
and it doesn't roll that way. It does roll away, and I think it's all going to work out. But it's a very interesting to watch his journey. Oh. It's not the dream ending like you think that it would be. What is that? Then there's I was that a eight mile line? Ahead. And Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, there's an Isaiah Wright, which is a super yeah. interesting character. He, you get two years of Isaiah Wright. Christian talked about there. There's Cam Carter. Cam Carter yeah. went to Penn State. He was a badass from Penn State. He got sent down for smoking weed, which brings me to another point. These guys smoke weed all the time. All the time. They can't every time, stop. Every time you see it. <laughs> yes. So you never – no, no. Yeah, the coach, yeah, the coach knows. knows. Like, yeah. The coaches know, bro. And, but, no, Netflix never shows Correct. them smoking Correct. weed. But, but oh. oh my God! You can tell they're smoking weed. Like, I think you can smell you can smell it through the TV. That's uh, <laughs> what it looks like. So they're all high as a kite. This guy Cam got kicked out of Penn State for smoking weed, um, and you think he's a bad dude and stuff. And like, I think he has some problems. They allude to something else, like you know maybe struggles with depression or something. I'm not sure. But man, there's this incredible story about his upbringing and how his mom gave him up for to her to live with her, his uncle because she was a young mother. And um, that was a hard decision. And and he goes live with his uncle, who's a great guy. His uncle goes through this diatribe on what excuses are. And then you see Cam and how he operates with his uncle and in a, a great setting that he's in. And his eyes are full of life, probably because he's smoking <laughs> the weed because his uncle would, would whip his ass. But he's just <laughs> a completely different kid. And then he goes back to EMCC and he just goes in the shell and he hates everything about life and it's just incredible to watch the journey and the different uh, outcomes that different approaches have on these kids. And Cam uh, ends up getting a scholarship to, I forget where he played. Uh, um, scholarship. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he has ADHD. That was his big thing was he had ADHD. Uh, okay. Yeah, he did go to Pitt. Pittsburgh he did go to scholarship. Pitt. Yep. He plays sparingly in nine games. He was granted a release to transfer after the season in February. He announced he would play at Duquesne. Um, so he was a cool character. Just yeah. a good-looking kid. Uh, DJ Law, the running back, another cool story. Chauncey Rivers, Tim Bond, yep. BJ Miller. Yep. It goes on and on. And it just leads it leads me to uh, the season three. Because what Netflix left me, like I remember after season two, I was talking to Suze, and she's been watching it with me. And like, Suze, I just feel like if Coach Steven cared about that team, that he could be, if he could relate to them, that he could be a much better leader and get much better participation. And, you know, I want to I want to see a coach like that I would be. I would be involved. I would know every kid. I would know their story. I would know what their buttons were. I would relate to them because I would have this empathic leadership that would inspire them to the greatness. And I, it, the first two seasons just left me with the hole. And I'm not through season three yet, but – from the first three or four Coach shows. Coach Jason like, Brown, Netflix, baby. You, He's my favorite. You are absolute. Netflix is absolutely yes. genius. <laughs> incredible. It is one of the most amazing transitions I've watched. I can't wait. I tried to get all of it done before this podcast, but even that, we're running out of time uh, for our hour-long yeah. show. So I do want to challenge you, twins. And Christian, after this, I want you to tell them why they should watch it and give this show a shot. And I want to – in the audience <laughs> – that you're listening, man. If you haven't watched Last Shed, you you're missing out on one of the coolest shows out there. It's you know, <laughs> I've learned I've learned more about leadership. I've learned more about empathic leadership, challenges of what our athletes go through. I've learned how they don't give a shit about football. I mean about education. Man, they're they're in these schools and yeah. English classes and it's it's a farce, man. Like they're writing this paper and they're, they can't conjugate noun to verb in a sentence, bro. Like, these are college students that don't have sixth-grade English uh, capabilities. Like, right. It's just it's gross and disgusting what yeah. our, acad our world of academia is allowing based on sports. And, like, you look, you know, and I've been thinking about it, it's all about money. It's these colleges that are greedy. And, like, most of the basketball players, most of the football players, they're African-American where there's a rule that they have to go to college for two years or for a certain amount of time before they can play in the professionals or they can sit it out or they can go to college, but they can't get recognized unless they go to college. So it's almost like this forced labor system. Whereas you have baseball, 
predominantly a white sport mm-hmm. that they don't have that. They have a minor league system. They don't have to go to high school. There's no penalties and stuff like that. <laughs> so it just gets me to thinking of all of these social inadequacies that these guys go through. It's incredible. I can't uh, recommend it high enough. Kudos to Netflix. Uh, kudos to EMCC, Brittany Wagner. I love you. Uh, and uh, I think you guys should watch it. <laughs> Christian, what do you have yeah. to add to that? No, I think that's great. I think season three gives you everything that season one and two didn't. I think you're spot on with that. I would honestly start at season three. Like, no, 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 I, don't do it. Don't do it because, like, because because what I want to do is I want to talk about what they've watched between now and then, and then we'll kind of give a brief synopsis on season three also. But it's just like Coach Jason Brown is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's just is incredible, incredible, incredible character, and he grew up the same way a lot of those kids did. So it's just a different ball game with him. I mean, he relates to them. And I mean, just the stuff he says, man, like if you're like, he's coach Buddy Stevens in a lot of ways. Like he yells at kids. He kind of degrades them. He will tell them like, Hey, if you're not going to practice today, then go the fuck home. And he'll just, Mm. he'll just rip them until they walk off the field until (laughs) they have to go. He will follow them to the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And, and like they just, he just doesn't, he does it in a different way because he relates to them, but it's, it's coach buddy Stevens in a lot of ways. And it, it, it's a little bit different, but it's, um, coach, it's coach buddy Stevens, except he's awesome and great relatable and great at his job. Yeah. It, coach buddy Stevens is pretty successful. So all, football all, I don't care. That's <laughs> well, that's good at your job. That doesn't, that doesn't mean shit to me. I know <laughs> but being good at your job is different. I think, but I think buddy Stevens is incredibly successful at his job. And and he does like if he wasn't good, then no one would get D one offers, and no one would, would be a better person. But you see that guys become better better people, so he's got to be doing something right. I don't think he deserves all the negative criticism that you've been giving him this show, but he is a very controversial character, and Jason Brown blows him out of the water, <laughs> yeah, in fuck, my opinion. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I will just one more thing to add. <laughs> I think some of the best people at their craft are like that in, in just the, that's their nature. They're controversial. They're in your face. They tell you, they tell you exactly what they're feeling yeah. and they don't really care what um, they don't really care. Thanks. Um, they don't really care like how you feel about it. So I don't know. I think that coach buddy Stevens for all, you know, for all the negative about him, he's, that's just part of his nature and it's what makes him so successful and, I mean, his results speak for themselves. I mean, by football standards, JUCO standards, he's he's that way. Steve Jobs was that way. I mean, just go down the list of like really good founders of successful companies. They've all they 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 do the same thing Coach Buddy Stevens yeah. does, except they fire people. They tell them how bad they suck at their jobs. You know, it doesn't have to be football. Like they they do the same stuff, and <laughs> you know, most of the time they're they're kind of hated by their peers. I don't know what, maybe hated is the wrong word, but they're revered by the public because of the success. So I think he, I think he falls right in line, uh, right in line with uh-huh. that. So that's my last point. So I, I think that's a good point. It's obviously, I hate it, but I yeah. do think it's a good point and it's well thought <laughs> out. Um, I kind of want to, uh, I'm throwing something at you. Like I want to think about how we end this show. And so I listen to talk radio and, uh, Gavin Dawson from uh, G-Bag Radio on uh, 105.3 The Fan. 105.3 The Fan. <laughs> Shout out. Always. He used to do this <laughs> segment called What You Drinking, What You Thinking, but it got me to kind of like what you thinking. So, you know, I think we should all be, be prepared for like a two two to three minute soliloquy at the end of the show on what you're thinking and, and or something that went super awesome for you this past week. Um, so it's kind of along those small wind lines, but I think, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I would just put you guys on the spot. What's something this past week that was super awesome for you or something that's kind of on your heart that you want to share? All right. Caleb. All right. I'll go. Noah. So nailed, nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, we, Caleb and I, uh, moved ourselves into our apartment this week like these past two days we moved ourselves in so we get to move in early and uh it, the whole apartment came along nicely like our other two roommates moved in 
this like today and uh, a few years before us and stuff. But we have like flags and like we we just bought a TV, like just split TV. We have a cool balcony. Um, oh, it's just cool. It's all it all came along. It was pretty. It was pretty smooth. Not very much uh, went wrong. That's awesome. And I, I think this is the cool. first time we did it without mm-hmm. moms, right? Yes. You did it yourself? Yeah. Big yeah. boys. <laughs> Big boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Marissa. Yeah. You've been good. You've done good with these boys. True. She's True. usually helping y'all move and stuff. Oh, yeah. Always. She she still might come up, but I told her not mm-hmm. to. So. Right on. Yeah, she wants to come up still and help us, but I don't really need any help. Who's next? Yeah. I can go. Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I nailed it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, the day before we left for Arkansas, we invited over a lot of our old friends. Like, we invited Zach Russell, Brandon Wrinkle, Daniel DeOserta, and then Virginia all came over. And those were all our um, high school soccer teammates. And Brandon's, like, a senior now. And so we, he's two years younger than we were. And so it, was, it just kind of brought me back to old times because we were hanging out and just laughing the whole time. And we were watching the soccer game because it was EPL's opening mm-hmm. weekend. And it was just, it was a really beautiful moment when we were just chilling and talking and having fun and just nonstop laughter. Mm-hmm. That's nice. cool, man. Keep your, yeah, friends, true. keep your friends close and uh, keep your friends closer, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've and had, your enemies closer. Enemies. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I don't, I don't buy that. I, those enemies, they can suck a Two friends. Man. They can get just as far away as I need them to get. I think <laughs> I think this world's about positivity and it's about relationships and positive relationships adding value to your life and stuff like that. So good stuff. True. What you yeah, got? I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been on this minimalism kick and uh, for those that don't know about minimalism, it, it's a whole big thing. They have a podcast too. I listen to that. Um, it's these two guys and they just both worked nine to five corporate jobs and um, kind of had the same epiphany you know, looked up, didn't like where they were. They realized how materialistic their lives had become, um, how much stuff they were putting in storage. I mean, it's crazy how people pay for storage units to put their <laughs> stuff in that they don't use. You know, don't. if you think about how, yeah. if you think about how crazy that is for yeah. a second, it's, it's, it's insane. So I've been on this minimalism yeah. kick. So um, I also moved into my place and it, what w- it helps that it's furnished. So, you know, I'm sitting on my desk here. I have a nightstand, a bed yeah. frame, everything like that. It's all comes with it. But um, got rid of a lot of my stuff, got rid of my TV, don't have a TV in my room. And I was able to move into my place in two trips with a Ford Fusion. So that's my win for the week. Respect. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Big <laughs> fan of that minimal lifestyle. Yeah. It just declutters my mind. And I've started wearing, um, I'm going full Zuckerberg, man. I've started wearing the same polo, the same jeans, and the same shoes every day to work. <laughs> and it's just one less decision I have to make. So I think I'm going to make the next Facebook. So I'll, let, I'll end it with that. Good luck, Dude, I'm man. in with that. Good luck. my podcast. Yeah, no, for sure. Cool. It'll be streamed everywhere. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I feel like we share a lot of the same principles. So that, that must mean that I'm going to have equal success. Yeah, so like in the minimalist form. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've moved three or four times. I've become rather nomadic, and I understand the minimalist philosophy, but my wife, Suze, does not. She's, <laughs> she's done much better, but I wanted my closet. And I'm like, okay, I get two pair of jeans, two pair of work pants, two pair of sweatpants. I have five polo-type shirt and ten dress shirts, and that's about my closet. That's my wardrobe. I love that. And, uh, um and I'm, I just so you guys know to open the windows a little bit more. I'm sitting in my sound studio that looks a lot of, like the apartment in my closet. <laughs> I'm staring at I think 27 pair of jeans um, that Suzanne has. Um, Gosh. So, uh, to give her a small shout out, she wears about the same size now that she didn't. Yes, you can. There's quite a few some, pairs between now. And something now, so. to that, yep. <laughs> All right. But for what I want to share with you guys this week is I started thinking <laughs> maybe is this a sad day? Aretha Franklin. This is an awesome. Day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to give her a little time. Yeah. I wanted to soak in. Shout out. I want you to listen to it. Yeah. 
Man, that's so sad. She, so I don't know. I, I choose to look at it as a, a story of victory because this this girl was it. She passed away today or yesterday. Um, I think it was today. Um, she uh, she was pregnant and gave birth at twelve. Wow. She had two kids. She had two kids by the age of fourteen. Uh, she made the cover of Time twenty. She sang at three presidential inaugurations. She's been awarded a uh, musician, political, whatever the, the all of the honors were. She was given one by Clinton. She was given one by uh, Barack Obama. She's the divas of all divas. She's run eighteen Grammy awards. Wow. She died. She died at the age of seventy-six. Her songs. R E S P E C T. Her song, Chain Chain Chain. No. Chain School of Rock. Yeah. yeah. School of Rock. Uh, natural Woman. This girl was incredible. Raised in yep. church. Raised by a preacher. Had all those problems. And just made a life and a uh, uh, legacy for herself that you can't even imagine. Uh, after the upbringing uh, or what she started out with and what she went through in the beginning of her life. So, uh, an incredible story of victory. Um, she died of one of the worst things out there, fellas. It's uh, pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer, it's yeah. One of the most, one of the most painful cancers. One of my favorite uh, men, Randy Posh, died from pancreatic cancer. And I will, we will do one podcast and I'll introduce you to the story of uh, Randy Posh. Um, but that's what she died from. Um, but she, she, she made the world a much better place than she ended it. And yep. for that, she gets my respect, <laughs> uh, which is what she asked for. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Yeah. Find out what it means to me. To me. Thanks it, fellas. All right. That's good. That's a wrap. Until next Word. week. Yep. All absolutely. Right. Peace and love. Peace right, and love. Christian, let us know how it gets how it gets uh podcasted <laughs> so we can distribute to our friends. Honestly, all you have to do is look at the top charts in the next two or three days and you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, be there. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I'll be looking. Let all me right. know when we go. Let me know when we go. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. See you boys. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.